They say when you have a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. And when you know about real estate IRAs, every real estate deal can easily look like an IRA deal. But should it? Today, we look at step number one of five simple steps to getting started right with a real estate IRA. I'm Brian Ellis. This is episode number 272. It's time. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting worldwide from selfdirected.org Central Command. Located far from the corruption of Wall Street and Washington, you're listening to Self-Directed Investing with your host and the voice of the self-directed investor revolution, Brian Ellis. Hello, Self-Directed Investor Nation. Welcome to another power-packed, fast-paced peak into the world of savvy self-directed investors like you. This is the show where we focus like a laser on helping you to find, understand, and profit from exceptional alternative investment opportunities. This show is, of course, sponsored by and a product of the Self-Directed Investor Society, America's only private association exclusively for affluent self-directed investors. You can learn more about the Self-Directed Investor Society at selfdirected.org. My friends, it's no secret that I am an advocate of self-directed IRAs and 401ks. That's a big part of what it means to be the voice of the self-directed investor revolution. (laughs) But more than that, I'm an advocate of making the best use of your capital. And here's the simple truth. While using an IRA for your real estate deals or a 401k is a reasonable default starting point, There are some circumstances under which the IRA or 401k may not be the right venue for executing your next great real estate investment. And making that decision is step number one of five simple steps to getting started right with a real estate IRA. My friends, this show is all about participation, and I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me with your questions or comments in three different ways. Email is great. I'm at feedback at selfdirected.org. Phone works, too, on the 24-7 toll-free listener Q&A line at 833-SDI-TALK. Or, best of all, join the conversation already in progress in the discussion area on today's show page. Today's show page can be found at selfdirected.org slash 272, selfdirected.org slash 272. Now, folks, it's not really a complicated thing to begin using your self-directed IRA or solo 401k as the vehicle through which you invest in real estate. And much of the time, that will be exactly what you should do. But before you have that shiny new warranty deed placed permanently in that treasure chest that is your retirement account, there are a few serious considerations for you to ponder. The central question is, does it make sense to do this deal in a retirement account at all? This is a totally legitimate question, and while the answer is quite frequently, yes, it does make sense to put long-term real estate deals in your retirement account, that's not always the case. In fact, I published an article about this very topic in TheStreet.com last year called Avoid These Five Traps When Buying Real Estate in a Self-Directed IRA. That was the first article I submitted to TheStreet.com, which incidentally was also the first of my articles that received their editor's pick award. <laughs> Incidentally, it wasn't my last article published with them, nor was it my last Editor's Pick Award winner. But that's another matter. (laughs) Anyway, that article is linked for you on today's show page at selfdirected.org slash 272, and I recommend you have a look at it. So what are some of the questions you should ask yourself to make the important decision of whether to do your next deal inside or outside of your self-directed retirement account? 
Well, I believe question number one is how and who will use the property? There's a lot of flexibility with self-directed retirement accounts, but the flexibility isn't absolute. For example, some things are downright prohibited. For example, if you are buying a house with the intention of allowing your aging parents to reside in the property, that's an absolute no-go, and it will blow up your IRA irreparably. Similarly, if you found a great piece of commercial property that's just what your business needs to expand to the next level, and you decide to buy that property in your IRA or 401k and lease it to your business, well, that's also a no-go, a clear prohibited transaction. If leasing that building to your own business is the only path to profit for that deal, then that deal isn't one for your IRA or 401k, period. But there are other transactions that are not prohibited for your IRA, but which could create an unpleasant present-day tax liability. Examples of that include if you do a lot of real estate flips or if you lease out your property through services like Airbnb or VRBO. The IRS views that type of stuff as taxable active business income. Now, that's not necessarily a bad thing if you know it going in and plan for it, but to be surprised by that obligation would be, well, uh, rather unpleasant. So moving on to question number two, who will renovate and maintain the property? If you are planning to do the renovations and or maintenance yourself, or even to have family members be involved in that, you'd really better think twice. The more that you or any so-called disqualified party or disqualified person interacts with a property, even in the context of renovations or maintenance, no matter how you are or are not compensated for the work, well, the more you do that, the closer you come to crossing the line with the IRS. And depending on which IRS agent takes a look at the transaction, they might draw the line as anything from counting your work on the property as an excess contribution to the account, which is a bad thing, all the way to classifying it as a prohibited transaction. They can make a case in either direction. Now, for those of you who are new to the whole self-directed IRA and solo 401k thing, you may not be familiar with the terms prohibited transactions or disqualified persons. Never fear. A full description of those things is available to you on today's show page at selfdirected.org slash 272. A very short explanation is prohibited transactions are rules that, if you break them, will cause cataclysmic results in your IRA. And disqualified persons are people that your IRA can't interact with, lest a prohibited transaction be triggered. This includes family, businesses you own, etc. And onward to question number three. Where is your investment capital? Now, if you have the necessary capital to do this real estate deal you're contemplating, if you have that capital both inside and outside of your IRA or 401k, that's a great place to be, and you have a choice to make which should likely involve an experienced tax attorney giving you some advice. But if you only have the necessary capital inside of your IRA or have it uh, only outside of your IRA, then the choice is pretty much made for you. I think it's unfortunate and misleading when I see absolute statements that you should avoid buying real estate in an IRA. Uh, I see that a lot. There's an article like that published by Kiplinger's and it, it's linked on today's show page, and, and frankly, it's misleading and detrimental to the otherwise good reputation of Kiplinger's. Curiously, the writer of that article, uh, he, he has uh, topics in his background and, and cited expertise in technology, telecom, and education. Absolutely nothing about self-directed retirement accounts or taxes or anything of the sort. And yet, 
It's his advice you might find if you search this stuff out on Google. Not good, and shame on Kiplinger's for publishing such garbage. Those kinds of academic generalizations are not helpful to anyone. If there is a good generalization to make, it's this. Never do any deal, real estate or otherwise, in your IRA that's likely to cross the line into prohibited transaction territory. Other than that, if you find a great deal and your investment capital is in your IRA and it passes muster with the other questions we're discussing today, then go for it. And finally, question number four. When do you need to take profits? Remember, IRAs and 401ks are retirement accounts. If the deal you're considering is for the purpose of building retirement wealth, you're in good shape to move forward by doing the real estate deal in your retirement account. But if you're going to need to have access either to the income or the profits of the deal before you're about 60 years old, then you should not use a retirement account. To do so would mean you'd likely be subject to early withdrawal penalties along with some nasty taxes as well if you went ahead and made those withdrawals prior to retirement. So there you have it, my friends, four easy questions to ponder which will help you make the critical decision should your next great real estate investment be done inside or outside of your retirement account. Now, in the very next episode of this show, the link to which you can reach at selfdirected.org slash 272, we'll dig into step number two of five simple steps for getting started right with a real estate IRA or 401k. And that step is determine whether an IRA or a 401k is the right tool for your deal. That's a really important decision. I'll tell you how to make that decision with confidence and debunk some beliefs you might have about whether you qualify for those specific tools. In the meantime, I'm wondering what you think about something. Do you tend to default towards using your IRA or 401k for real estate deals? Or maybe do you assume you should not use those tools for real estate investments? Hey, sound off on today's show page at selfdirected.org 272 and let me know what you think. Now, in a few shows from now, we're going to begin looking at some strategies and tools for doing deals tax efficiently, even when the IRA or 401k is not the best option for you. So be looking forward to that. But in the meantime, we've got four more simple steps to cover so that you can get started right investing in real estate through your IRA or 401k. And simple step number two is coming up in the very next episode, uh, the link to which is available at selfdirected.org slash 272. And very quickly, thank you. Thank you for listening to this show. I I really do appreciate you. Look, past the bluster of being the voice of the self-directed investor revolution and my sometimes heady pronouncements, I want you to know that this show is succeeding. It's succeeding very, very well. And it's because of you. And I'm grateful to you, sincerely. My friends, invest wisely today and live well forever. That's all for now, but your training is far from over. Go right now to selfdirected.org slash freedom to download your complimentary guide that shows how to break your investment capital free from Wall Street's corruption and Washington's propaganda. And you'll also get instant access to hundreds more episodes of this show at no cost to you. Send your questions, comments, and speaking inquiries for Brian to feedback at selfdirected.org. And don't even think about relying on what you've just heard as legal or professional advice, because it's not that. And you know it. Copyright 2017, SDIIP Trust, all rights reserved.